Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the kingdom. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's been way too long. I don't even have an explanation for you guys. I'm sure you can all understand why I have been away. But if you don't know why I've been away, I graduated. I graduated college. I think I had a couple episodes this summer, but they weren't the best, honestly. I think they were a little bit rushed. I feel like they felt a bit too forced. And I feel like I'm back in my elements. Or I'm slowly getting back to kind of my true nature. You know, I think when I try and force things, or whenever anybody tries to force things, it just never works out. So... Yeah, I am done forcing anything. I think I'm just going to go with the flow of life and also just exist as I am without having to maybe fit in a box or anything. I actually don't even know what I'm talking about right now because why did I just start a minute into this and I'm already talking about fitting into a box? I'm sorry. Hello, how are you doing? I should ask before... I started dumping everything. I hope you're doing well. I'm recording this October 1st. I still haven't paid my rent, but that's not... Let's not talk about that. Um, it's all, it's only October 1st. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. I, I'm currently sitting in the dark of my first ever apartment in New York City. It's 11.52 p.m. My roommates are probably asleep, so I should not be talking so loud. Where has the time gone, seriously? I feel like I haven't uploaded a podcast in like four months, but realistically, I think it's only been, let's see, July. Uh, Let's see. June, July, August, September. Okay, so three months, I think. Three months, maybe almost four. I'm not really sure. But I really missed you all. And you're going to say, Karen, he's going to say, I missed you. And then you're going to leave again because that's what you always do. You always just leave us. I am sorry. I'm back. I'm not leaving this time. You know, I'm not. I'm not leaving, I promise. This time, I'm not leaving. I love podcasting, and I love listening to podcasts way too much. And maybe I've given this excuse before, but I'm back, seriously. I really am back for good this time. I, I want to keep doing this. I love doing this. So I'm back for good this time. And it feels amazing. It took a lot to get here, though, I'm not going to lie. I've been wanting to record a an episode every single week but the way my brain works is like if I plan to record an episode like let's say I plan to record an episode one morning I'm gonna say okay after I wake up and I stretch and I eat breakfast and I clean my room and I get ready and get dressed then I will sit at my desk 
and film or record an episode. And it never works that way because I'll get up. I will spend a little bit too much time on my phone. I won't clean my room. I'll eat way later than I should. Then by the time you know it, I'm like, I'm like I can't do the podcast anymore. The time that I set for the podcast or the plan that I had in place for the podcast, it all went wrong. So I guess I'll do it next week. <laughs> and this is how I've been pushing it. I think for the past month, every week I plan to do it and then something happens that like messes up my schedule or the vision I had in my head and then boom, I'm like, all right, guess podcast not happening. You know, it's like when you say you want to study and you're like, okay, I'll start doing my homework or I'll start, I'll start studying at 1130 and then when it's 11.35, you're like, oops, well, 11.30 is over, so I'll wait till 12.30, you know? It's kind of like that, except I do it with weeks. And each week, each week for the past, let's say, six weeks has been absolutely ridiculous. Actually, for the past eight weeks, for the past two months, each week has been insane. Like, insane. And we're going to get into it because there's a lot of topics, so many topics that I'm going to talk about. And it's been too long. <laughs> there's so many topics I want to talk about. And I think for a long time, I felt like I only had one thing to talk about. I did love talking about that thing a lot, which was my faith in Christianity. But there's so much else that I want to talk about that I talk about with my sister, my friends, Lucas, and I think this is why I created the podcast in the first place, was to talk about these things. So why am I not talking about these things, you know? And yeah, so here we are <laughs> talking about these things. Welcome to the kingdom. If you are new here and this is your first ever episode, I am happy you're here. And welcome back if you're a returning listener. Thank you so much for listening. I genuinely appreciate you a lot. So, like I said, I'm sitting in the dark in my first apartment ever. The only thing that's lit is this candle. <laughs> and, yeah, it's pitch black outside, except for the sky, because I don't have curtains. So I can see that the sky is a, a little bit... Is it raining? Oh, what? I feel like it just started raining. Oh, well. I moved to New York City a month ago today, actually, October 1st. The lease started October I mean, the lease started September 1st. I also realized October 1st is the one-year anniversary of Death to Self, and I didn't even post about it like I planned to. So I got to post about it. I think I'll post about it tomorrow. So I have a lot to say about that as well. But, yeah, Death to Self, the brand, I mean, not um, the whole movement. I manifested this move to New York. I really did. As every day I step outside or I wake up, I'm like, I cannot believe I'm here. Seriously. I still feel like I'm sleeping over because I slept over here so many times. Not this specific apartment, but I slept over Lucas's. Lucas is my boyfriend, if you guys are new here. <laughs> I slept over Lucas's because he lives in Brooklyn. I slept over a couple times that it still feels like I'm sleeping over. Seriously. I think I'm not going to feel like I live here yet until like maybe a couple weeks now. 
but I always wanted to move to New York City. I really did. It's always been a dream. It's always been a dream. Every time I visited, I'm like, wow, I love this place. I love the energy. Everyone talks about it, you know? I Okay, I feel like it's either New York City is for you or it's not for you. I know some people just completely hate New York City and want nothing to do with it. And I get it. I get it. It's dirty. It's loud. It's crowded. It smells bad. <laughs> it's so many things. But I think for the right people, it, it's so much more than that. It gives so much more than that. And I'm going to take you guys on this journey with me because it's absolutely ridiculous. You guys are actually going to see and get to witness my growth in this city. Like, it's just going to be one thing after another, after another, and after another. Like, the doors are just going to keep opening. And you're going to get to witness it, and it's going to be amazing. And I'm excited for you and me, seriously. There's nothing more I love than seeing people's transformation. Like, I almost cried watching Emma Chamberlain's house tour. Because I'm like, wow, like that's beautiful to see that evolve. So I'm happy to have you guys here with me. But, yeah, I wanted to move to the city. It was by God's grace that I met Lucas because he lived in the city, and that gave me a much better introduction. I honestly don't know what how this move would have even happened if it wasn't for him seriously because I met my roommate at his church. So he not only introduced me to a lot of cool people, but he introduced me to the scene, and I was able to experience New York like at least once a month or twice a month for the past year so I got accumulated to it very fast it wasn't like a big big change because I'd been here so much that it just felt natural and I'm here and it just feels natural it feels like where else would I be you know and when people congratulate me on moving and they're like wow I'm so glad you like I'm not not glad I don't know if everyone anyone has said I'm so glad you moved that would be kind of sad but a lot of people have been saying good for you that's so brave that's so crazy and exciting and i'm like yeah but if you say brave i don't see it as brave you know some people are like you moved out of your parents house and you moved to a whole new state and like that's people see it as challenging and it is it's very challenging but I don't see it as anything other than what I should have done or what I'm supposed to do. Like, I'm like, what else would I have done? <laughs> Where else would I be? Where else should I be? You know, this feels like the right place. And this is already looking like the right place. And yeah, I was just manifesting or praying. Let me not say manifest, I guess. Prayer is a form of manifesting too, but anytime somebody asks me what my plans were for after college, I said move to New York City. I was like, I'm going to move to New York City, hopefully have an apartment by the fall. And you know what's crazy? Whenever I said that, the the date September 1st will pop into my head. And I'm like, yeah, hopefully by September 1st, hopefully by September 1st. And I was just saying this out of thin air, you guys. I didn't have anything planned. I didn't have... I didn't have anything. YouTube hasn't been doing that well, so I wasn't making any money out of it. 
I was working at my school library like twice a week. So that was like what a hundred dollars a week or something. Um, and not even actually maybe like $65 a week. Um, I was, yeah, I, I didn't know anybody except for my boyfriend at the time. Um, not my boyfriend at the time. I didn't know anybody at that time except for my boyfriend. And I didn't, I mean, I was looking at apartments, you know, I was, I kept looking at apartments starting, let's say second semester, senior year, you know, the sem- the semester that I would be graduating, I started looking at apartments and I would look and look and look every day, every day, every day, just keep looking. And these prices were crazy. I'm like, where am I going to get the money? Where am I going to get the money to move? I need to pay rent. So then I was like, okay, I've never wanted a job. I love doing YouTube. And when my views were at the highest, I was making so much money that I, not a, it wasn't a crazy amount, but it was a good amount of money that like, I was like, wow, I don't ever have to work if it keeps going that way. But that's not how life is. And sometimes things don't go according to plan, but I am on track I know I'm on the right track and I know, um, I just know I'll be good. You know, I know I'll be good in that area. YouTube is something else, so I don't even want to talk about it, but yeah, it just hasn't been going as, it wasn't going as planned then. So I'm like, okay, I guess I got to get a real job, you know? So then I started job hunting and I'm interviewing, not even interviewing, (laughs) I'm applying, applying, applying. I'm on LinkedIn every 30 seconds. Seriously, I'm on job sites. I'm messaging people. I'm emailing people. I'm trying to get a job. I didn't know what I wanted to do, seriously. I I thought I wanted to do something with social media because I'm like, okay, I feel like I'm good at social media, so maybe I can do social media marketing for a fashion company or some company or business like let me do social media marketing for somebody or digital media marketing you know so that's what I catered my resume towards that's what the jobs I was applying for and nothing (laughs) nothing like it was just it was just all the applications were just going to the void I wasn't hearing back from anybody literally I wasn't hearing back from anybody I only got one interview and they didn't hire me because I didn't use TikTok. <laughs> and then I downloaded TikTok the next day because I'm like, dang, I don't because I don't use TikTok, you're not gonna hire me. But I get it. They needed somebody to use TikTok to do their TikTok for them, so that's sure. I just I started to hate it. I started to hate you know, after a month of looking for jobs, anyone who has graduated recently or maybe not even recently, but just maybe looking for a new job or something and not just a regular job, like maybe working at, um, like, you know, like a minimum wage job. Or sometimes those jobs are not even minimum wage anymore. But like, you know, a cashier, or like working at a store or like working at an ice cream shop. All these jobs that I did in high school, I wasn't looking for that. I was looking for a real full-time big girl job. And it was hard. It's hard, guys. That is the hardest process. Like, anyone who has a job right now, seriously, I applaud you. 
and if you're on the hunt for a job like I applaud you immensely because it is hard it is emotionally taxing it kind of ruins your self-esteem because you're like I know I'm qualified for this why am I not applying but also so many people are applying like the job market is insane right now it was a whole different beast I had never seen before because I wasn't planning (laughs) on getting a job anytime soon I was like I'm set with YouTube and influencing like this is I'm making good enough money so I'm good but no nothing lasts forever I should have done some internships while I was in high school I mean not even high school college like all I did in college seriously was go to class and then do influencing I didn't spend time doing any internships (laughs) I didn't I was not thinking about the real world at all I thought I'm good with influencing like I'm good I don't need anything else and then and then life hits you like oh you actually like you plan things but you know sometimes things don't go according to plan you I needed to have been putting in the work for a real life job and I just didn't I didn't care about a real life job I didn't think I was ever going to get a real life job in my head I'm going to blow up on YouTube and I'm going to make money and I'm just going to never work for anybody ever again. And that was what I wanted. And it doesn't happen that way, you guys. And I'm not saying like I haven't given up. Seriously, I'm still going to keep going till I do actually start making money off a lot of money off of influencing and stuff. And, you know, maybe that's not even what I want to do right now. I don't know what I want to do right now. But all I'm saying is the plans that I had like in college for post-grad were not at it at all like people were like so what are you gonna do post-grad and I said I'm just gonna do influencing and (laughs) it's much harder than it looks and seems and I just didn't prepare myself enough for it so when I was thrown into having to get a real life job I'm competing with people who have done internships and have networked and actually did a major that is catered to this field and I know my experience is good you know I have good experience in digital media marketing social media marketing but I think the competition was high you know so it made getting a job so hard because nobody was hitting me back up I would email recruiters I would follow up I would message people I would look everywhere it was a nightmare. I hated that process, seriously. So when, after like a month and a half, and I still don't have a real job, and I'm still not making money off of YouTube or Instagram, um, I'm like, dang, <laughs> I am screwed. I guess I'm not moving to New York City. So you know what? I, I made up my mind. I said, okay, I guess I'm not moving to New York City because I don't have enough money to live in New York City so I'm just gonna live at home till I blow up on YouTube again (laughs) guys the dream wasn't dead okay I the dream was still alive it is still alive and yeah I said I guess I'm gonna stay home I'm gonna stay home maybe I'll try and get a job near where I live in somewhere in Massachusetts or in my town and just save up enough money to move you know I guess my dreams of moving to New York City in the fall is not going to happen. And I had accepted it. You know, I was, I accepted it. I said, 
ex- rent is too high. First of all, I was praying to get an apartment that was like at least a thousand two hundred. That was nice, you know, because everything else was so expensive and like one point two k a month was like the most I could do. But also, like you know, when you keep going lower on the rent, you can't even go lower on the rent these days. Like the lowest rent you'll get is like nine hundred, but then the apartment is so bad. Like they have a bathroom in the kitchen type thing. So I didn't want any of those. I just wanted a really nice modern apartment. But my bank account wasn't given nice morning apartment. So I gave up. I just said, I guess God doesn't want me to move because he hasn't opened any doors. And there's no way. I don't want to struggle to be in the city. If I have to struggle to be in the city, then I'm not meant to be in the city. And if it's going to be hard and if I'm going to have to toil and hustle, then I'm good. I'm really good. I'm chilling. I'm okay in my mom's house. I'm okay in Massachusetts. I'm fine. You know, I can just visit Lucas, get the content I need in the city. Like, we really talked about it, and I was so okay with it. I was like, yep, that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to stay home. I'm going to stay home. (laughs) And then one faithful day at Lucas's church, I meet a girl. You probably, if you watch my YouTube videos, maybe you've heard this story. But a random girl comes up to me. I notice her. I like her outfit a lot. She just comes up to me and starts talking. And she's so nice. And she has an accent. And I'm like, where's the accent from? She's like, South Africa. I was like, oh, nice. And so we talk and we literally hit it off. We talked for like maybe 40 minutes after church, seriously. And I was like, well, I got to go. But like, we should hang out sometime. So then I went to L.A. for my birthday. And then when I came back, she was like, you know, let's hang out. I was like, yeah, of course. (laughs) So we set up a date to hang out and it was just such a fun night. And then in conversation, she's like, you know, I'm telling her that I wanted to move, but I think God doesn't want me to move. And I've accepted that, you know, I'm okay with that decision. I'll just visit every two weeks like I have been already. And that's fine with me. I can save money. I don't have to work. Like, I'm good. She's like, oh, okay. Like, you know, she just was talking, talking, talking. And then she starts talking and she's like, oh, yeah. Like, I, I'm i actually, me and my roommate are looking for another roommate right now because our third roommate moved out. And I was like, really? And then she was like, yeah. And then she's talking, talking, talking. And in the moment that she's talking, like, there's a there's a feeling that rushes through my body. <laughs> I'm so dramatic. I'm 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 not exaggerating, I promise. There's a feeling that rushes through my body that is like I can't use any other word than bliss, like total euphoric feeling that I think I can explain as bliss or peace, let's say. So euphoric when she's talking about looking for a roommate and I'm like wait uh where'd you live and she tells me she where she lives it's right on the border of Brooklyn and Queens I'm like okay can I see this apartment she shows me pictures I'm like wow that is a really nice apartment how much is it (laughs) and she says 960 and I'm like what how how is that apartment next sixty seriously nine sixty per person guys per person just wanted to clarify 
guys it has two bathrooms like seriously how (laughs) like at this point i'm just floored i'm like i need this apartment first of all we get along so well and i need this apartment don't look for any any other roommate and she's like but you just said god told you not to move i'm like no god is telling me right now i need to move here he's telling me that right now (laughs) so she's like okay and i'm like you know what let me just let me just think about it still because i really did feel like god didn't want me to move but let me think about it and let you know but in the meantime don't look for a roommate she's like okay (laughs) so i go home and the day the day that i'm going home i hang out with lucas we go to his church there's a friend of his that's moving to California and she's just complaining about like what she's going to do with all her bedroom furniture because she doesn't know where to put it and it has to be out by September 1st. I'm like, wait, I may be moving into an apartment September 1st. She's like, oh my gosh, that's perfect. Like, if I can, I just give it to you. Like, and I'm like, yeah, like how much would you sell it for? She's like, no, no, no. If you're, if it's you, you're just getting it for free. Like, I'll just give you my apartment, my bedroom furniture for free. And I'm like, what? Yeah, she would give me her entire bedroom furniture for free. Every single thing. Bed, bookshelf, vanity, drawer, mirror, (laughs) stool, everything. I'm like, oh my goodness. This is it. This is it. This is the door that I had been looking for. This is the door that I've been looking for. I told God I don't want to struggle to be in the city. Like, just make it easy. You know what I mean? Make it easy. Make it so plain that I know that this is a sign. And he did just that. (laughs) I was honestly blown away. And I'm like, I think this is it. I think this is it. So I tell my mom. Yeah, you know, I tell her, like, I think this is, you know, everything is aligning for me to move. And she's like, how are you going to pay rent? (laughs) There comes the question again. At this point, I had stopped job searching. Like, it was just too much for me. I also stopped job searching because I thought I wouldn't have to move. You know what I mean? I accepted I I wasn't going to move. So for a good two or three weeks, I just stopped looking for jobs. Because I'm like, I just, there's no need now. I'm not moving, so I don't need to be hustling for rent. So when it dawns on me that... You know, I think God wants me to move. But once again, when, where am I going to get rent from? I'm like, oh my goodness, here it is again. I have to start looking for jobs again. So my roommate is like, yeah, I can get you a job at where I work at. She works as a server at some place. I didn't really want to be because like what I was looking for a job, like in the real, like in the real big job, like full time salary type job. But honestly, at that point I had settled, I would settle for anything. So I was like, yeah, yeah, seriously, give me a job at your server place. I will settle for that. She tried, but like the manager didn't, you know, it just wasn't working. So (laughs) I go on Instagram one day. And I see this girl that I follow who used to live in Boston, Massachusetts, and she moved to New York City, and she posted that she was, her job was recruiting people. And I'm not going to mention the name of the job, but it was like, it was, uh, it's a good store, you know? It was a clothing store, it was a women's clothing store, and they were just hiring people to be like, 
sales associates like you know the people that you walk into a store and they're like hi how can i help you and they're folding clothes and stuff it was that kind of position and at this point it's like august 22nd you know i've decided i'm moving i've told them i'm moving like i need a job (laughs) i need a job when i get to new york city because i need to pay rent luckily my mom was so kind enough that she said i'll pay your first month's rent while you look for a job So God bless her. That gave me a little bit of room to start looking for jobs during the month. So I wanted a job by September. You know, I want a job by the time I get there. So I hit the girl up. I'm like, hey, I see that you're, you know, I I, want to work at your place. She was like, I need a job so bad. And she was like, yeah, Um, blah, blah, blah. So she schedules me for an interview August 31st and I literally get the job September 1st it was wild I got the job September 1st and it just kind of goes to show how God just kind of lines everything up for you but (laughs) there's a twist in that so I move in September 1st I move everything it's a beautiful beautiful move seamless it was a really tiring day, but it was such it was such a great day because it was the day where I finally am doing everything and I'm actually making the move to a new city, a new state. Nobody except for a few people, my loved ones that I know, like one or two. It was an exciting day. It was an exciting day. I have a job. I have an apartment. I have my first month's rent paid. I have furniture in my apartment, and my roommates had been living in this apartment for two years now before the third roommate moved out, so everything in this apartment is already settled. It's it's not now that, like, everybody's moving in or we have to apply or we have to get all these things for furniture. Like, everything was situated in this apartment. All I had to do was move in, and I did, and it was nice. I was excited. I didn't start this sales associate job until the 19th. So I had like two or three weeks where I was discovering the city, just taking my time to transition and settle in, meet people, go to events. It was around the time of New York Fashion Week as well. So there was a lot of cool stuff happening in the city. And, you know, I was just taking a good two or three weeks to just kind of settle in and figure life in New York City out. And it was a blissful, blissful, blissful three weeks, seriously. And then the faithful day comes where I have to start this job at this store. (laughs) I get ready. You know, I'm ready. I'm ready to start my job. I'm ready to start this job. (laughs) I'm ready to work. I'm ready to get money. I'm ready to meet people you know I'm ready to be like actually having something to do because I would get up and I wouldn't do anything obviously I'm still settling into the city so I didn't have a lot of responsibilities but I was excited because I think by that time after three weeks I had finally gone into rhythm of living here that I was like okay now I need something to look forward to when I get up like you know so I start my work (laughs) on September 19th and I go to my first shift you know, it wasn't bad. Like, it wasn't bad. It was a lot. It was a lot. I felt very overwhelmed. There was a lot. Like, it wasn't just normal, like, walk around the store in full clothes and ask people if they need help. Like, they had a whole system, a whole weird, and one day I'll get into it, but right now I'm just not going to. The wound is too fresh. And it wasn't a wound. Let me not be, like, you know, I'm grateful that I had, I got the job. 
But let's just say when I came home, I was talking to my mom and I just started bawling my eyes out after my first shift. Like, it was bad. I was just crying. I had a migraine. My legs hurt. I was shivering. Like, I was getting a fever. Like, I was physically ill from working that one shift. And it was only my first day. And I was physically ill. Like, it felt like my whole system was shutting down. My head was pounding, pounding. I felt defeated. (laughs) I felt defeated. And I was like, wait, am I being dramatic? Like, is it it just me being lazy and I just don't want to work? Like, do I not want a job that bad that my body's physically rejecting having to go into work? What what is going on? Why do I feel so ill? Like, why do I feel so defeated in my spirit and just down from working my first ever shift? What? So I'm just talking to everybody. I'm talking to Clara. I'm talking to my roommate, Noba. I'm talking to Lucas. I'm talking to my mom. I'm like, guys, I don't think I'm just being dramatic. Like, seriously, something is really wrong because... Why do I feel like this after just one shift? Like, I should not feel like this. I should not feel like this. I shouldn't. And they were paying me good, too, you know? I shouldn't feel like this. It's not that hard. But, and it wasn't that hard. It wasn't a bad day. I didn't have a bad day at work. Everyone was nice. Everyone was nice. You know, I felt like I could do the job. You know, I thought, yeah, I could do this. But everything about it, like, I came home and I just, everything was so bad. I just felt physically just so bad, so bad. And Lucas is like, just getting get another job. That's that's what Clara was telling me to just look for another job. A job should not make you feel like this. I know it's first day, but you should not be feeling like this after a shift. <laughs> and I can't pinpoint, I truly cannot pinpoint what it was. After that shift, I cannot tell you. I can't tell you what was going on. So I, um, I'm i like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to look for another job. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I know it's the first day. So actually, I'm going to I'm gonna go to my second shift. You know, obviously, I'm going to, I'm going to, I had a shift the next day. So I'm like, I'm going to see. And it was a nine-hour shift, you guys. I had a nine-hour shift the next day. And I'm like, I, I cannot imagine doing this all over again. I can't. But I had to. So I just, I'm like, I, I'm i going to have to go. <laughs> I'm going to have to go. So I'm going to see how the second day goes. Maybe I was just overwhelmed from the first day, you know. I'm just going to see how the second shift goes. So I go into the second shift the next day. But before I go into the second shift that day, I my shift started at 1. So I woke up in the morning and I just started applying <laughs> applying to any job that was sounded interesting that I want like that I thought I could do you know I I don't know exactly what I want to do which is also make also makes job search hard because if I knew exactly what I wanted to do in life (laughs) then I would know exactly what kind of jobs to apply for but I didn't want to use my public health degree trust me I looked for jobs in the public health field And they just looked so boring. I'm sorry. Like, 
I don't know why I got this degree, but it just was so boring. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to do something in digital media marketing or something in fashion, you know, like something in the fashion industry. That's the jobs that I was looking for. So that morning before my second shift ever, I start looking for jobs and I start applying. I'm applying everywhere. I look on Craigslist. I look on LinkedIn. I'm emailing people my resume. I'm just applying, applying, applying. And then after I'm done applying, I, you know, I go on Instagram because I'm always on Instagram and I see this account. I don't know how many people know this account, but it's called Up Next Designer. And they always post job you know job opportunities in the fashion industry it's a fashion account they post like up and coming designer brands fashion news like all that stuff and they post jobs for like anyone who wants to be in fashion so if you want a job in the fashion industry trust me they always (laughs) they always post jobs that i always apply and i never get them you know but that morning they post a job opening (laughs) they post a job opening in new york city and they have a wide follower base so sometimes they'll post job openings in milan paris germany you know and i'm like none of these apply to me but they post a job opening in new york city and it's at this fashion pr agency um in new york based in new york city and i i've heard of that agency before so i go on their page and i'm like oh this this agency looks sick like they have such cool clients. They're styling celebrities all the time. And they were there were three job openings. There was like one intern position and then two like full-time paid positions. So I applied for one of the full-time paid positions. I sent in my resume. On the way to work, they emailed me back. Hey, can we schedule an interview? We like your resume. I'm like, what? Like, I've applied to at this point maybe 200 jobs in the fashion industry and trust me I'm not applying to jobs that I don't think I'm qualified for sometimes I do let me not cap sometimes I apply to jobs that just have nothing to do with me like why do I think I'm going to get the director of creative design of Instagram like I'm not going to get that job I don't know why I apply but for the most part I've been applying to entry-level fashion industry jobs you know and like kind of like the business side of the fashion not like designing or anything because obviously I can't like be making clothes or sewing or anything I barely use my sewing machine I've been applying to a lot and this is the first fashion agency that emailed me back I was like yeah I can I can interview tomorrow like let's schedule an interview tomorrow they're like okay cool the next day comes And I just feel so much peace. I'm not nervous about the interview. I feel ready. Like something in me just feels ready. I'm like, I'm ready for this interview. I didn't have work that day. So the interview comes and (laughs) it is the best interview I've ever. Like I haven't had too many job interviews, but I've had a lot of like informational interviews and like info calls with like people in the industry and I've had like one or two interviews. I know how interviews go. You know, sometimes they can be a bit nerve wracking. It was not nerve wracking. I was I was so confident. I knew God was with me. I was worshiping that whole morning. Morning. <laughs> I was worshiping that whole morning. I felt ready. I felt ready for this position, for this interview. And the interview just went amazingly, you guys. 
I had an interview with the owner and one of the other workers. <laughs> it was an amazing interview. Like, I've never felt that good about an interview before. It was supposed to be a 30-minute long interview, and it went on for an hour and 15 minutes. And she was like, she, the owner literally told me, I can keep talking to you all day. Like, I'm so in awe of you. And I was like, wow. Like, seriously, we just hit it off. And we just kept talking and talking and vibing. And every question that she had for me, it seemed like I had the perfect answer to, which was what I prayed right before the interview, that God, let me have the perfect answers to this interview. And every answer I gave, she was just so, like, in shock. (laughs) And honestly, I kind of was in shock. So I'm like, how did I come up with this answer? But it was true. I wasn't lying on any of these things. But it seems like every question she had was just right in line with who I already am. So I was able to give a perfect answer because the questions she had, I was just qualified, you know? So she was like, you're amazing. I'm in love with you. I love you. Let's get married. No, she didn't say that, but she was like, I love you. And I was like, I love you too. The next day I get an offer for this job and she didn't offer me the position that I applied to, but she offered me a different position like which is even a little bit better god is always so good but the position i applied to like she was like i know you haven't been in the fashion industry you you know i haven't had any like internships in the fashion world so the job i applied to was a little bit like it would be too much for me too much workload and she was like i love you i want you on my team i want you to work for us because i know that you can excel but I don't want to overload you with too many, um, too much on your plates as your first job in the fashion world or in like the PR world. Cause I didn't do communications or anything like that. And this is a PR firm. She gave me the second or the other, um, full-time job that was, she was looking for someone for. And that one was a showroom coordinator because they have an office in a showroom. So basically like I would be in charge of the whole showroom and it's honestly way better for me than the position I applied to because the position I applied to, I truly don't have any experience in doing that kind of stuff. It was a lot of emails, a lot of pitching, a lot of writing, a lot of just sitting behind the computer which, yeah, I can do, and I did apply for that position, but the one she offers me is so good for who I am as a person. Like, it's not behind the desk all the time. I still do some emails and some, like, behind-the-computer, like, public relations stuff, but most of my job right now is curating the showroom. Like, it's literally like an art gallery, and I'm in charge of how it looks, and like organizing it, creating a whole new organization system for the showroom, making sure like things are where they're supposed to be. It's a lot of work because it's a big showroom and they have a lot of brands as clients. So it's a lot of work, but I love doing it. And so obviously I gave I gave the spoiler away. Um but spoiler alert, I quit the first job I had immediately as soon as I got that offer I was like yeah I'm done I'm sorry guys I cannot come to work (laughs) so I worked two shifts at that first job that I got the lady who works at the PR firm the one who you know owns it she was like when can you start I'm like now like I'll literally start right now (laughs) I have no prior commitments even though I had a whole other job 
sorry. I know that's unprofessional, but like seriously, what am I supposed to do? I like this is where I want to be. You know what I mean? Oh man, it has just it's been crazy and it's been exciting. Like I have a job in the fashion industry, guys. Like I literally the other day I was packing up or I was pulling out things for Charlie XCX to ship to their her her stylist to style her. And then shipping stuff to Dua Lipa stylists. And then shipping stuff for an Essence magazine cover. Like, it's crazy. (laughs) It's seriously crazy. I'm like, how did I end up here? Anytime I walk into the office, I'm like, how am I even here? And we are getting all these emails. And they're like, hi, we're shooting for uh, Vogue. Can we get some stuff from your showroom? And then I have to go and, like, you know, put them together. I see what the person wants and then I go get it if we have it and then we ship it to them it's crazy it's crazy I'm like how did I end up here so yeah I worked my first job for two days and then I got the other one like that same week and I quit that same week and it's crazy because I I never got these jobs whenever I applied you know but I think the moment that I needed it the most was when God came through for me seriously like he saw how I was struggling he was like yeah, you don't need to be work- walking around the store for nine hours greeting people. Like, that's not what you're meant to do. And that's fine. Like, it's fine. I am i don't want to be, like, hating on anything. But I genuinely, I think I felt so ill after my first shift was because I, I wasn't meant to be there. And the job that I'm at right now, God willing, like, Every time I step into that office, I feel like this is where I'm supposed to be. I see all my coworkers and they're so hardworking and they're so genuine and so nice. And the owner of the company and or the agency is so nice and everyone is so warm. And it really feels like a team. And I feel like I'm right where I'm supposed to be, like... I feel like I'm right where I'm supposed to be. I look forward to going to work every day. And that's that's all that matters is that I look forward to going there every day and doing my work. And it doesn't even feel like work. I work 10 to 6 every day now, Monday through Friday, which is crazy. I've never done that before. Like, I genuinely, like, I have a full-time job now. That's crazy. And it pays way more than, not way more, but it does pay a, a bit more than my first job would have. Yeah, that's where I am right now. It's Sunday now, but I will be having, I'll be going to work on Monday. And I am fully in this full-time fashion PR agency job in New York City, by the way, in Soho. And it feels like a dream. And then I go back to my apartment at the end of the day, like in New York City, like it feels like a dream. It feels like a dream and I'm happy. All it took was putting one foot in front of the other and fully believing and just looking for the signs, looking for the signs. Sometimes I think we look for external signs, you know, around us like, oh, if this is where where I'm supposed to be or if this is where I'm supposed to be, if this is who I'm supposed to be with, if, 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 then this is this should happen. This should happen. This should happen. But I think sometimes the sign is in us. How do you feel after one shift? Do you feel empowered? Do you feel light? Do you feel great that this is where I'm supposed to be? Or do you come home after your first shift literally bawling your eyes out 
shivering with a migraine. Like, (laughs) maybe sometimes we should just look at ourselves. Like, how is our body, our mind reacting to these things? The sign is in us. And when you get the sign, act on it. Don't sit in the sign. Don't sit in the sign and wait for something to happen. Move yourself out of it. Keep moving forward. There's always another door, always a bigger opportunity, always a better one that God has for you. And I do think God um, gave me the first job. I genuinely think so because he gave it to me right when I needed it. I said, God, I need a job by September 1st. I got a job by September 1st. And if I didn't go to that job and see how much I hated it, I wouldn't have applied to the one that I am working at now because I had given up on finding a full-time job. I had given up on finding a job, a real big girl fashion industry job. I would given up because I wasn't getting it. And I just thought, you know, it's going to come out of somewhere. But if I didn't go to my first job and really feel so bad after that first shift, I wouldn't have been moved to start looking again, you know. And I really thank God for Up Next Designer, that Instagram account, honestly, because they gave me my first big girl fashion job. But I'm so excited. I'm so excited for where it's going to take me. I'm so excited for all that I'm going to learn in this position in this agency. I really want to have it for a long time, and I know I will by God's grace. And, yeah, I'm excited. This podcast has gone on a bit too long, so I guess... That is it for now. I wanted to catch you guys up on like everything so far. And now that you guys have caught up with me, you know where I am. You know what's going on right now. I will see you guys in the next episode where we can talk more about, you know, deeper stuff. I just wanted to catch up with this episode because I've been gone for too long. (laughs) But that's all that has happened. You know, graduated moved to the city, got a job, got the job, got another one. And yeah, it's been a fun, fun, wild ride. It's been a wild ride. (laughs) Every week is something completely different in my life, but it's exciting. And I think there's no better time in my life than now to be experiencing these things. And I think it's just a true testament that we are always being prepared for something. We are always being prepared. Whatever you're going through right now, it is always preparation for something else and something that works in the grand scheme of things, you know? And maybe some of you have given up on taking the next step or taking the step that you think you should, getting out of that place or moving into that place or ending that thing or looking for something else. Maybe you've given up, but I want this to be your sign to never give up on what you think you deserve and where you think you should be and always keep, keep looking, keep looking for the signs in you and outside of you and keep knocking on doors because you never know which one's going to open. I love you. Take that bold leap of faith. And in hindsight, I do think this decision to move to New York City, although it feels natural, I do think it was very brave and it has been a bit scary at times. It's it's what I'm meant to do. So, yeah, (laughs) I love you. Thank you for listening. Seriously, I will see you in or not see you, but I'll talk to you in another episode. My next one, because there will be a next one. (laughs) I promise. I love you. 
and have a good rest of your week whenever you're listening to this and yeah thank you for listening goodbye